Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Standup. I'm Brent Lamont. Joining me today in our next iteration on the Cloud Culture series, we have friends of the pod, Ryan Utech, Michael Basil. Ryan is an Agile coach and Scrum Master out of SAP Fieldglass. Michael is a Cloud Systems coach and Dojo curator at Fieldglass. Gentlemen, greetings. Greetings. Hello. Thanks for having us. So I think this is a great place to say we're going to have a, we're having a parking lot right now post the last episode that you just listened to. And we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive talking about how points in a data driven decision making process can be broken. Um, see, here's the thing. We could talk about this and I might edit. I might splice this in. I think we could talk about how to do it or what works for data and what doesn't work for data. The challenge is how am I as a new scrum master, how do I get to use this data in a way that works for me? One of the things that I did you know, earlier in my career was I built out this spreadsheet that, allows, that allowed me to get to things like points per story average, what it was over the last N sprints, right? Because as you go in and if you're getting a team to where they recalibrate their story point value, then they sit there and they go, oh, so how about we're delivering instead of 10 points or 10 items? Yeah, they're gamified. Sprint, they're gamified. Completely. They want to track into it. They want to track completely. it. You've got them. They're hooked. They're hooked. They're like, you've tossed the tennis ball. There's a pack of dogs chasing it around and playing soccer with it. That's like what it's like. It's like you, they have taken the ball bait. Like, but you that, have there to get That's them the to game. buy into that, right? You have to get them to buy into it because if they don't buy into that, then it's like you're going to say, okay, well, you guys are needing to, you know, you're doing. Yeah, you'll get you'll get a lot of less. like pretend pretending and like a lot of ego pretending and and passive resistance and all kinds of power struggles going on in the team if you're not careful. Right? I sometimes well, find this yeah. easier to adopt when those that have to already estimate hours. Oh yeah, right. Teams that are already required. Hey, how much is that going to take? Estimated like quarter of an hour. It's like oh. And those teams enjoy the adaption of story points because it's so much quicker and it doesn't require a lot of the analytical deep yeah, thinking. Yeah, but I think I think teams there's teams that are great with story points that aren't great at agile teams at all. No, yeah, but there and are teams that are horrible teams, at points equal hours, right? I've had to break yeah, a couple see, teams they where it was like, yeah, no, you know, a three is like six hours worth of work to who? Right. I mean, that's that's a common story that you hear a lot where it's like endpoints equals X hours. And it's like, who's to me, hours? that's just one of the metrics that's wrapped. In yeah, you can't use story. you can't use time. Yeah. Like if you if you talk to like my brother, yep. Nick, or like I think Brian on our team, it'll be like they don't work like that. They're not time bound. What, the, what mm -hmm. happens is they have to get into a mode. It's like they have to boot into Tron or the Matrix or something. It's like jack in. How, what's how many times are you going to go have to go in and out of the matrix like that's that you might actually be like oh well that's like a three or something like three three times through the matrix or something you could actually probably get there and be like how many times am i going to have to connect with this and disconnect with everything else right that to me is like the point of story points how many connections how many connection points does somebody have to do where they have to be focused i mean yeah well, then, then does it become vanity metrics, right? How do you cheat Always. the system? Well, Always. what's the point of the point? You know, so the point is how many things can we do? So it's like how many times 
like to me, the point is how many times does someone have to disconnect from other things and focus on this? So how many times do they have to get jacked into the matrix? Can't talk to them. Some, some members of our teams, they behave differently when they're jacked into the matrix. You like, you can't, you talk to them. They're like, it's not, That's, it's not the same person. Yeah. And then you, and then come out. It's like, so how many times in and out of the construct? It's like, okay. Like when these people say three days, it's like, it's not the days. It's like, I think that means like, I'm going to at least three times through, it's going to be a mission, three, three submissions. Well, and the question is, do you, I mean, because people like to have things equal things because it gives them a reference point, right? I mean, we talk about yeah. how team teams have points equals hours because it's a reference point. My, you know, my argument is always about whose, whose reference point are you, which is why you need to have that balancing act, you know, that, that collaboration in that centralized cause as to what everyone is agreed this story is this value because to what and this ryan value the, means this yeah and what ryan yeah, but, said but, at the but very the beginning worker. of the first episode was whether or not it was consistent right and yes does it change because if a team's value point changes that's cool like it's if you're shipping 60 perfect. points every sprint but you're actually shipping more value yeah, what's, yeah, and, what's and, to and hate that, about that? that? Well, and 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 that's is that's why this is so empowering for a team. So maybe a better metaphor is pool. How many times do I have to jump in the pool? Sure. Right, like because I have to I have to change my clothes, and it's like, oh well, that thing only takes an hour. Yes, going a lap in the pool only takes you know my my workout only takes an hour, but it takes a lot longer and I have to disconnect from all these other running processes, right? So that that's, I think, really what, if you if you really get down to it and you do talk to people when they like are being honest with you and aren't, aren't like, okay, I'm just going to get through this process so they can put something on the thing and they can they finish. And like the game is just get out of the conversation game get, when get we're in that the, game yeah. and, and we're not in me. the real game. Look, Basil, you're keeping me from writing code. Can we please stop talking yes, so that yeah. I can write code? Yeah, this is a total yeah. waste of time. It's like, okay, okay. all right. And that's why my working this... agreements have a headphone rule, at least when we were in the office. Right. You and see it, the headphones it, on, don't come tap me on the shoulder. Right, right. And, and so it's like, what? that's that's the conflict point, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, we as when we're in agile coaching, we don't hold a group in discomfort to say, oh, let's take a breath. Okay, we're here. We've agreed to be here, but I don't want to be here. Okay. The ego has to go away. Let the ego vent out a little bit, dispel that. All right. Is the real person here now? Okay. How many, how many points, right? How many points are you going to have to really disrupt yourself? It's points of disruption. That's what I think it is. Overall, how many points of disruption can a team take in a sprint? And if you think about that against basketball or soccer or rugby, that's, I think, there's probably some correlation there. I've never analyzed it directly. So I'm points curious of disruption. As to, sure, and and I appreciate how you like to bring it back to sports as a reference. Give me one that isn't sports based. Give me one that isn't basketball, soccer, rugby. Sure. Like, but the other the other one, it's not team sports, but it's I, this resonates with a whole another segment of people is is climbing. Okay. Climbing, like mountain climbing. And, and I think that's another suitable metaphor for, um, for learning. Those are my, those are my two primaries. Another one I think is, um, 
people that have like a sales background. I grew up in my mom's parrot store, so I kind of do. And it's like that there, there's like something there. People know how a sale or a communication protocol works. If you want to like, like look at protocols, you could look at, you know, sometimes with teams, they, they're familiar with uh, like networking. So like TC, RF, RFC 739, that's the transmission control protocol is written in 1981. And I'm working on it with one group border control protocol. That's BGP. Like when people start like getting into conflict, they're like, it's like we're BGP. It's like, okay, they know that protocol. Maybe you say like, what, what's going on? Oh, Jeff, you know, our SVP, he's on the border. It's like, oh my God, they're using internet protocols to describe how they conceptualize the world. So you have to find for the team how they conceptualize. A common one that works with everyone is space in technology companies, space, outer space, the solar system, the universe. Like Ryan, I could, I could drop a, draw, a ball right here and say, Ryan, string theory, fabric, principle of equivalence. Look, he's smiling. And then he's going to think about his physics professor that was very, very fun about how he introduced him to physics. So it's a very positive experience. Not everybody has a positive experience with their physics professor in high school. So you have this to be This was in careful. college. College, <laughs> right. And, a, and you either had a love or hate relationship. There's just people that loved him and there's others that didn't like him so much. Right. So, so I agree with Brent. It depends. Is it the size of Mercury, Mercury or is it the size of Saturn? Or is it Pluto where we can't decide if it's part of the club or out of the club? Yeah. T-shirt sizes is another one too, right? Absolutely. Oh, That's I, a great, I really, great point. I really we didn't like, even talk about T-shirt sizes. I think the metaphor of how big is this in the solar system is far superior than the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, yeah but, but you at can't a certain point, once you it. get to the asteroid belt, you just give up. That, that all takes offline. But, and you only work on stuff in the inner solar well, How many missions to Mars? You know it does. Okay, is this a mission to the moon or to Mars? That's relative. Sure. And then I go, okay, yeah. we're doing three moon missions and two Mars missions. Oh, my gosh. We're going to Saturn? Do we even have equipment for that? This right. actually works No, better. we need to go to the moon first. Well, That's it right. works if you think that way, right? I mean, I'm going to yep. go back to my favorite phrase. It depends what works best for the team. The team may say, That's right. I am totally down with sports metaphors all day long. Or they oh, may say the other the other I one is sports. farming, right? The other one is there. There's the other one is people that grew up on a farm and raised horses. Ryan is one of those. I know, like Sally over in GCS. Like I'm like, oh, she knows farms. I know parrots and dogs. Oh, like, please, kind of get there. Yeah. Right. So like, it's like if they've grown up on something, people grown up somewhere, right? Yeah. Like, or they've been through school. I mean, that's one too. Or they've been right. through gym class or something. Like you can. You can always find something, but you have to talk to them. And sometimes you're talking a lot, but seeing how they react, but you're learning about them and you have to learn who they are. And it's better if they learn who they are and communicate without you being the middle person in the message broker. Yeah. Do you notice how we're talking about individuals and interactions over processes and tools? Just saying. I do. Okay. It, it did occur to me, but I, I don't know I, if I, it did before you said it or not. If not, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but that that's that's it. And that's kind of the thing, like data-driven. Why do we do any of it? Sure. It, to me, it's the same thing as why do Agile? Like, well, we want an economy. Why? So we can stay alive and thrive. It's one of the nice things about being a human. Like we can communicate tribe to tribe and form coalitions can do some other stuff too but that's 
that's it's a humanized system agile and see this is a perfect place for stop for stopping this conversation because it's like at the point until the next iteration i'm brent <laughs> i'm ryan and michael until the next iteration, you can give us a five-star rating at your local podcast provider. Reach out to us at mail at info at fasterthanastandup.com, or you can find us on Twitter at FasterStandup. Thanks for listening, and that was Faster Than Standup. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.